Hadn't this been a precious time of just praising the Lord Jesus and honoring Him? How many of you have received a blessing already from this service? This has been a precious time. And I want to just climax it by saying a word about how to praise the Lord. How to praise the Lord. In Psalm chapter 40, verses 1, 2, and 3, the psalmist said, I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me, and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And He hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Now that is the epitome of praise. Let's just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the psalmist said, I have a lot to praise the Lord for. Matter of fact, from Psalm 113 to 118, that whole section is called the Hallelujah section. Because over and over and over again, the word hallelujah appears, which means praise the Lord. And then from chapter 145 to 150, the praises get stronger and stronger and stronger like a mighty crescendo until the psalm book ends with that great thought, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Now how are we going to praise the Lord? Can we praise Him in times of hurt? This week, some of our families have gone through some deep sorrow. Can we praise the Lord in the valley time? Can we praise the Lord when things are reversed and things do not go very well with us? Well, the psalmist said, and remember this is David speaking. David had been pursued by Saul. There were times when Saul almost killed him, threw a javelin at him almost pinned him to the wall, and David just sidestepped. There were times when Saul got all of the armies of Israel out against David, and David was in a little cave, and God protected him, and God took care of him. And in all of that, David learned to praise the Lord. And then he wrote this passage we just read. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And that's part of life, waiting. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles and run and not be weary and walk and not faint. David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And that's what God wants us to do. That's part of praise. You see, when we get indignant and we shake our fist in God's face, or in our heart we say, well, I don't see why God does it this way. Uh, and, and we get so upset and so out of our self, and we wring our hands and pull our hair and walk the floor, and we don't know what to do. That doesn't praise the Lord. But when we wait upon the Lord, we just wait upon Him. Say, I don't know how it's all going to turn out. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I know God. And I know God said, I will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory. And I know God said that they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles and so on. So I just know the Lord. 
And that's what these have been telling us this morning. I know the Lord. Gail told us about very serious illness in her home and financial pressures and all kinds of problems. And yet she just waited upon the Lord. That's what the psalmist is saying. And that's one way to praise the Lord. Just wait in Jesus' name for things to work out according to his plan. Romans 8:28 says, My God, we I Romans 8:28, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And when we just wait for the Lord, he works it all out for good. And then the psalmist said, He inclined unto me and he heard my cry. While I was waiting, I cried to the Lord. I prayed. And so that's another way to praise, to pray. Wait on the Lord. Don't be in such a big hurry. Just calmly say, Lord, I don't know how it's all going to work out, but in the meantime, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray and talk to you about these hurdles and these burdens and these problems. And the psalmist said, I waited and the Lord inclined his ear unto me because I cried unto him. Have we taken our burdens to the Lord? What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. And then the psalmist said, he brought me up out of a horrible pit and out of the miry clay and he set my feet upon a rock and he established my goings. God took care of me. Now another way to praise the Lord, and let me just set this in a moment, is to be reverent in church and not talk and not get up and walk around. So I want to ask that nobody else leave the building. We just, uh, all of us be together in praising the Lord. All right, thank you. In favor of that, lift your hand. All right, thank you, we'll do that. So uh, you can wait a few moments before you need to leave. Now, he said, I, he, he brought me up out of a horrible pit. And he, he established my goings. How many of you have ever been in a pit? Now, I don't mean maybe necessarily down in a dungeon like Jeremiah was. But how many of you have ever felt, this is the pits? <laughs> you ever felt, boy, I'm, I have to reach up and touch bottom, touch bottom. I'm just down. Well, that's where David was. I don't know whether he's using figurative language or whether actually he was down in some miry clay. I don't know. But he's saying, I was in an awful shape. I was in a terrible situation, and uh, I cried to God about it, and I waited, and the Lord lifted me up. And so I praise Him for that. And then He said, verse 3, He hath put a new song in my mouth, <clears throat> even praise unto our God. God put a song in my soul. I have a song that Jesus gave me. It was sent from heaven above. There never was a sweeter melody. It's the melody of love. In my heart there rings a melody. And that's what David was saying. I have a song. And, and, and that song is the song of the soul set free. And he says, many shall see it and fear and trust the Lord. Now that's a very interesting statement. You usually hear a song. A while ago Vicky sang. It was beautiful. Earlier Jim and Teresa sang. Our choir sang. Uh, these men back here that I promised you could go back to your place. I don't mean to break your prom my promise. It just wasn't an appropriate time. We'll work that out in a few moments. But do you know, <clears throat> these have a song, and we heard their song. 
How many of you have ever seen a song? Have you ever seen a song? The psalmist said, God gave me a song. Many shall see it and fear and trust the Lord. That may mean many things to different people. I believe what he is saying is that when God gives us a song, and it's a song of praise, it's going to flow out of our lives. Dr. Lee tells the story of a lady who had a beautiful voice. She sang in the choir at Bellevue through the years. Dr. Lee would go out from time to time and preach in missions, and one day he asked this lady to go and sing. And so she went, and Dr. Lee took her, and she sang a beautiful song. I think the song was, My Jesus, I love thee, I know thou art mine, for thee all the follies of sin I resign. She sang it elegantly, beautiful. When the service was over and Dr. Lee had finished preaching, they were back in the car and they were on their way back. Dr. Lee said to her, when are you going to quit singing a lie? She looked at him and said, Dr. Lee, what do you mean? He said, you sang a lie this morning. Well, Dr. Lee, what do you mean? Well, you said, my Jesus, I love thee. I know thou art mine for thee. All the follies of sin I resign. He said, you, you're not living a committed life. You never come to church on Sunday night. You're never there on Wednesday night. You're not involved in anything spiritual. When, you're, when you wanted your boy to be saved, instead of you leading him to the Lord, you called me and told me you didn't know how to lead him to the Lord. And you asked me to come and do it, and I came and led your boy to the Lord. When are you going to quit singing a lie? Now, she could have gotten indignant and said, well, the preacher insulted me. I'm never going back to church. And she could have gotten mad. But you know what she did? God spoke to her heart. That was on Sunday afternoon. Sunday night, she was back in church. Wednesday night, she was back in church. Her life began to change dramatically. And one day, several months later, she came forward in the invitation. And she said, Dr. Lee, I want to thank you for telling me that I was singing a lie because I was. What she didn't know was during those months, many had begun to see her song. They had begun to see her song because her song was her life. And the psalmist said, God has given me a new song, even praise to the Lord. Many shall see it and fear and trust the Lord. The ultimate way we praise the Lord is through trusting Him. Trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. The way we praise the Lord is to trust Him, first of all, with our sins. Paul said one day when he was ready to go to Rome, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. In that moment, Paul was explaining his life. He was saying, the reason I go across the continents, the reason I work and serve, the reason I have written scriptures, and the reason I have preached, and the reason I have, I could say in Ephesus, I cease not three, for three years to warn publicly and from house to house with tears. The reason is because I'm not ashamed of the gospel. 
That's the song of my soul, and that's the praise of my life. What is the gospel? The gospel is simply that Jesus died for our sins. Jesus was God. He came, he died for our sins. He was raised from the grave, and he is alive today. That's the gospel. And that old, old story has never lost its power. Did you know that God can give you power right now as you open your heart to the Lord and you trust Him as your personal Savior and Lord? Did you know that God can give you power to change your life so that you'll be interested in spiritual things? Do you know that? And Jesus can come into your life in such a way that God can take away anything that would distract and many will see the song of your heart and your life and will rejoice. I think we're seeing some songs this morning. We have in our church a very dear lady whose companion was taken away this week. She could sit at home. She could be, say, well, I just can't go to, back to church yet. But she's here. We're seeing the song of her faith. When we go out of church today and we go back to our responsibilities and this evening comes, We'll have an opportunity to see the song of our faith as people come back to God's house. And during the week, we will see the song of faith as we work in the factories and in the lathe and the various places we go. People can see the song of our faith as we yield our all to Christ Jesus. I dare you to do it. First of all, by receiving Christ as your personal Savior. Secondly, by following him in believer's baptism. Thirdly, by faithfulness to his, his word. Reading it and practicing it and believing it and letting it transform our lives little by little by little. Knowing that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanseth us from all sin. May we bow our heads in prayer. Every head bowed, every eye closed for just a moment. Come every soul by sin oppressed, there's mercy with the Lord. And he will surely give you rest by trusting in his word. I wonder this morning, is there somebody here who would have to say, Preacher, I need the Lord. I need Jesus as my personal Savior. Pray for me. I've never given my heart to Christ, but I want to deep inside your heart would you just now ask the Lord to come in and be your Savior if you're already a Christian some here need to be baptized and to take that open stand for our Lord would you do that say by the grace of God I'm going to take that stand that Jesus wants me to take I'm going to praise the Lord with my life and, Christian friend, if you're here and God has spoken to your heart about another matter, maybe some area of incongruity, you would like to say, I want my life to be a praise to Jesus. Begin today. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of prayer. We ask that in these next few moments, someone would have the victory of standing for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand, please. What's the number? 252.
Come every soul by sin oppressed, there's mercy with the Lord. He will surely give you rest by trusting in his word. 252, as we sing that old hymn, this is God's invitation. It won't be a long invitation, but I want to ask you if you would praise the Lord today by taking your stand for Christ. If you've been saved, have you been baptized? If you're ready and willing today to say, I want to take my follow the Lord in baptism, I want to ask you to come. I'm going to be waiting right down here for you. If you would say, I've never been saved, but I want to give my heart to Christ. I want to know how to be saved. I'm going to be waiting for you down here. Would you come? If there's someone here who ought to move your membership to this church, would you take that stand for Christ today? Or any way God has spoken to your heart, will you do what Jesus says to do? While we sing, come every soul.